All right, we are back with another one here. We got Inspired by True Event Sports podcast here. Um, we got my boy Kenny, Phil, and Neil. We're getting into some NBA talk here. I've been watching the games a little bit. I mean, I, I got a couple bets tonight, um, hey. some player bets. I need uh, Greek to shoot terrible from the three-point line. That's what I need tonight. I'm hoping for it. Um, but how you guys feeling? I guess feeling about the NBA season so far. Almost over. They're gonna. It's gonna be die. Right. I feel like another shutdown might happen. Is it a shutdown? I feel. I feel. It looks like it so far. NBA said they're not shutting down. Not shut down. Too much. They can say it all they want, but when you have enough games where teams don't even have eight players, it's impossible to have a league going. I was hoping these new rules they passed like a couple days ago actually pull us through because the way it's looking right now, too many postponed games and. Players out for seven to ten days quarantine. It's not working. It's not working out right now. Well, in my <laughs> favorite, what well, seven to seven to ten days is what at least three games, right? Yeah, more than that. Damn, probably I mean, five it, to six it, games. It's benefiting me personally, but yeah, the whole game is no. <laughs> All right, so what we got with the the football? I said football. Oh my goodness, Ooh. basketball, <laughs> fantasy. Man, because I played in six fantasy leagues in football, so I'm over here thinking about fantasy football. What what's going on with how the... many did you win? <laughs> oh, that's on personal. Oh, <laughs> that's twice today, bro. It's supposed to be friends. Friendship's over. <laughs> All right, so what's going on with the the fantasy so recap the, so far? You got the IBTE league mm-hmm. hosted by your boys. Um, we got second place. We got Hooper's Rehab. Shout out to our boy Nigel. Uh, third right, place. I love how. Well, no, who's first, man? How are you gonna start up a second? In third place, we got Luca and the boys. Shout out Nicky to them. Nick Bruzes. In fourth place, we got our boy Kenny. Zones and hoes. Fifth place, you got the rookie, rookie of the year, Grim Reapers up top. Yeah. Sixth place, you got your boy Mob Squad right here. Don't barely play off. Good job. Barely play off. Good job. I ain't worried at all. Seventh place, we got Duke. Eighth place, we got Connor Cole. Ninth place, Owen Moffitt. He doesn't Tenth place, we got Lewis. Oh, I like that. Eleventh place, we got Jimmy Harden's dietitian. And twelfth place, with the first pick of the draft, we got Denvel who picked Trey Young with the first pick in the draft in the NFL NBA fantasy draft. I feel, I feel like you skipped someone. That's that's the rap right there. <laughs> oh, speaking of, we were just funny. We were just talking about that. Um, at, just as we were speaking before the podcast, we were talking about how Phil can thank Nigel personally for helping his team be so good this year for dropping Gordon Hayward out of Hooper's rehab, who is the twelfth ranked player in fantasy right now. And Nigel drafted him and dropped him before the season even started. Um, currently out of the game with a hip injury. Yeah, that's fine. I have the so, well, I mean, if, if you guys didn't hear Neil say it, uh, Baller Central is number one in the fantasy basketball league so far. Just yeah, let him, let him know, bro. Tell him to stop playing. 30, 30 and three. Just a heads up. 30 and three. We're still playing this week, so that's probably why I didn't want to mention I me. thought I said that out loud. That's my fault. No, I was, I was just making sure as your friend, I want to clarify what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm with yeah, you. All right, Phil. What we got? What we got first for topics, man? What we got? What we got? First, we got um, we got some quick pick'em games this year, which we're gonna, we're gonna go from. These games are gonna vary from this Thursday 
all the way to next Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So first, if these players play, hopefully, fingers crossed, we have the Battle of the Bigs, Miami with Bam Adebayo and Philly with Joel Embiid. Bam's out. Oh. So. No. You got. Is he uh, out too? What's his name? You got the boy. What's his, what the fuck's his name? Let me get his name. Hold on. Is Jimmy Kelly Olenek? No, 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 no. <laughs> is it Kelly Olenek? Let me grab that for you one second. Is Jimmy Butler playing or no? Aren't the Heat um, aren't the Heat postponed for no, a couple? No, of... no they got. It was uh, who they were playing. Instead of uh, Bam Adebayo, you got that Prince Achiuwa. Oh, oh, Prince Achiuwa. Prince Achiuwa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no Bam, but you got Prince. Okay. Well, at least. At least you got Jimmy Butler there. So who we got? With precious, him? Precious Achua. Precious, yeah. Oh my bad, Prince. Precious, same shit. <laughs> disrespectful. It's disrespectful. We got, disrespectful. We got that first game. Not the Heat. <laughs> I'm going Philly. Yep. Philly's on fire right now. Joel Embiid had 45 his last game. Yep. Joel Embiid's playing out. Are they increasing? Are they increasing uh, Maxi's numbers? Uh, I, I mean, they did, but only because they only had about five guys that could play that night. So, yeah. <laughs> but I think they will since he's he showed a lot. Yeah, there. right. He's proven himself, so he, I think he earned some more minutes. Yeah, I mean, I MB's playing out of his mind at the moment. Well, because he has to, because he has to literally put the team out of his back because of everyone sitting. But I see another big game for MB just going off again. Maybe another forty-five, fifteen, whatever. So, good win, a big, big good win for Philly. Then up next, hopefully, because apparently I need to check in more of who's playing and who's not the last couple weeks. Who we got? We got the battle of the international forwards. We got uh, Luka Doncic versus the Greek Freak. Who we got in that game? Yeah, they're both in. Both are playing. Um, I'll go with Milwaukee over them. I just don't – Dallas just – I mean, they're good, but – I think it's back too as well. Oh, Porzingis is back, but they just lost Josh Richardson. Um, so I don't know. I'm gonna go Greek freaking them. Yeah, I'm going with uh, the Bucks as well. The Mavericks right now are without Josh Richardson, Dwight Powell, Maxis Kleba, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Jalen Brunson. Yeah. So, so I'm going with the oh, Bucks. You could have gone Darius Smith or something. I got, I got the Bucks. I got the Bucks also. Yeah, I mean, going up against a depleted team, I'm gonna have to go with. Um, the Bucks, even though I expect um, the European duo of Doncic and Porzingis to go off because they're going to have to. They're going to have big numbers because they're the only two reliable people. But I have uh, Milwaukee winning a close game, though. It's going to come through wire. Then next up, we have one of the highlighted battles of the season, Zion versus LeBron, if they both play. Zion's so, out. Zion's out. Yep, Zion's Damn. out. Contract tracing, two weeks. Jeez. Yep. So apparently these guys about to pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have gone with the Lakers anyways. Um, I would love for it to be like Alonzo and uh, Brandon Ingram revenge game, but um, yeah. too much Brown, too much AD. Too much. <laughs> too much. Too much. Of them, too much of them boys. Uh, it's going to be tough for the Pelicans. I mean, Bledsoe's hurt too right now. So they got a lot of Nikhil Harry and that's about it. I mean, they got ball. They got Nikhil Harry. Oh, so hold on. What? He's with sports. Nikhil. 
Nikhil Alexander. You're talking about uh, uh, Nikhil no, Alexander, Alexander, Alexander Walker. 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 Oh. Hey, I'm I'm about about say, I don't know. I don't I know got, I'm taking the receiver. Trade in sports? Yeah, so, but yeah. I was about to say, what's going on? Too much. Orange is like, I know that name. Too much skill. Too much skill in L.A. for them boys. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you guys. Just Bron's been playing on another level. He's been p- playing on the MVP level. There's not a lot of people that's been playing, like, putting up his numbers. So, I got LA winning in a blowout. And then I'm scared to say this next one because I guarantee probably someone's sitting out again. The battle of the point guards, Trey Young for Atlanta. He's in. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> Dame time and Dame Day to day. Yeah, Dame's hurt, but hopefully. Well, we Atlanta's not playing basketball right now. They're postponing their games for some reason. So I think because their whole team, something's going on over there. So we don't even the know. The whole that, mess with the NBA right now. Yeah, that, we don't even know if that game's going to even happen. So hypothetically, who we got? Hypothetically, if it happens, I'll go Atlanta. Uh, I think they're starting to get back on track with Clint Capella and jo- <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, so I think they're starting to get on track with uh, Clint Capella and Trey Young, and they're getting the whole team ready to go. Uh, mm-hmm. John Collins, of course, uh, always doing his thing. So I think Atlanta's starting to starting to figure it out. I'll go Atlanta here. I'm going Rip City, Chip City. Let's go, boys. Let's back Portland. Down. Yeah, Carmelo well, Anthony, Daimler, the boys. Going with them. Fan. I, yes, you guys heard me. I said it in the preseason podcast. I'm a Thunder fan, but I support all things Syracuse when it comes to NBA. Also, shout out Jeremy Grant, most improved player of the year. We got Lawrence. Taking Portland, man. You seen it? I'm gonna have to <laughs> game time. Backcourt. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go boys, with them boys. Nice. And that's a good backcourt. I'm gonna have to go with um, Atlanta, though. I feel like they have the better overall team, like together wise. Um, one through five, Trey Young, Herder, Hunter, just John Collins has been a, a good this season. He's been a step up. I just have them winning a very close game against the Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. And up next, we have uh, a, a very good matchup with hopefully with everyone involved. Uh, Steph versus LeBron, an old rivalry reignited. Who we got with that one? Warriors and Lakers. Lakers. Lakers and it's not even close. Lakers and embarrasses Lakers in a blowout. That's a fact. I'm going with. You know what? This might even be so much. They might even take this so lightly. Brown might even have a little bit of the darkness. <laughs> you merely adapted it. He's about to step on Curry's fucking neck. He's gonna be like, ah, how does it feel? Yeah. How does did it you, feel did, to be alone? Did everyone see? See LeBron do that um, Curry move? I think the game last night or the night before. Yeah. That, no, yeah, I, bro, I played that. I played that this morning like about twenty times. I said, "Oh, he's he's playing and he's in his bag right now." Right. My favorite. They asked me in the interview, like, "What was that about?" He's like, "Schroeder said that uh, you know I, I bet you can't make it. Only way to accept a bet is look a man in his eyes. So put it up and looked at him and said, "Pay me." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you guys. LA, it's, it's gonna be a massacre for the Warriors. I, I mean, I see um, Anthony Davis welcoming James Wiseman to the league and probably with a poster. It'd be nice to see it, and, and he's gotta realize that there's a, a lot more bigs in the league, so it's something he's gonna have to get used to. Especially AD, one hell of a player, top five in the league, so it's gonna be. A, and he's a gonna see game. him a lot. <laughs> right. They're gonna be messed up a lot. 
He's gonna have to get used to Anthony Davis as long as he's a Laker and he's a Warrior. So just something. This is start of many games. Are they in the, they're in the same division? Or are they Lakers and Warriors and Lakers? And no, to be honest with you, they don't, yeah, no. anymore. Right? Yeah, they, yeah, they have divisions. Yeah, they have divisions. Oh, I yeah, I was about to say. I thought it was just East and West now. No, well, that's, that's how they rank them for playoffs, but oh, yeah, they I'm have divisions they, during yeah, the season. Divisions. It doesn't matter. You play every team in the NBA. Yeah, but some you play right, more. Right, but you play more teams more than others. Like, right, you in, play in the, the East. Division, you play, you play the East. And, so the West plays the East two times a year. The West plays the West four times a year. No, some teams only play three times a year, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, no, they, they, are in, they are in the same division, the Pacific Division. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you're playing in the division opponents, you play them four times a year, but let's say the Lakers and Celtics, the Celtics and Lakers play twice a year. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right. The East plays the West twice a year. West plays the West four times a year. Yeah. And then going off of that, we go, we're going to go to our next topic. Uh, I think our podcast or the one before, we talked about how Chef Curry, Stephen Curry, whatever you want to call him, Pussy Curry. <laughs> that was well. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that, Neil. So we were we were saying, oh, he's struggling with it, and then the very, the very next time he shows up on the court, Steph Curry. The very next time he shows up on the court, he flames the team for about 60 plus, and he scored about what 90 plus those last two games. So what we gotta say about that? Nothing. I don't have anything to say about it. He should score. Keep it going. Carry them all the way. Yeah, what? Well, who else is gonna fucking score on that team? One out of eighty-two. I mean, and also too, because then he played the the Clippers and only put up thirteen again. So, yeah, I mean, obviously that that was absolutely unbelievable—the sixty-point game. Like, it's crazy, but it's one game. TJ Warren did that in the bubble too. Yeah, there was some crazy <laughs> stat I saw the other day about the Warriors' three-point field goal percentage. It was like yeah, the Warriors would be Oubre. like top five if Ubre didn't shoot a three or something like that. That's how crazy his bad his three point percentage is this year. He got to pick it up. I got him on my fantasy team, man. Hey, what a bad year he's having. I mean, right. he's real good last year in Phoenix, but struggling right now. I think that with uh with Curry, I just got I got to see it for a year. I got to see him carry this team to the playoffs. Like if he gets to the playoffs, he shuts me up. He did what I said he couldn't do. If he doesn't, it doesn't get him there. Then I was right. Yeah, I mean, basically with this whole situation, I mean, we know Stephen Curry has these type of games in him, but. In order right. for a team to make the playoffs, you're gonna have to do this on a consistent basis, like not 60, but maybe like 40, and have other players contribute. Because we, it doesn't matter if you guys don't make the playoffs. You have to, if you guys make the playoffs, you have, you have to have a, a whole. It's a team effort. Basketball is so. If Stephen Curry puts up 60 every game, that's gonna be meaningless unless you have like key contributors around him. Wiggins needs to step up. Ubre needs to step up, and other players. So. Yeah, and he's lucky we're only saying he's right. He's lucky we're saying he only needs to make the playoffs. Like guys like LeBron and Harden, we were saying they had to win the finals for them to get credit. Like Curry, we're just just get him to the playoffs. The nice guy effect, like we were saying with Russell Wilson, in our, the football podcast. It's he's mm-hmm. feels, seems untouchable. Yes, sir. Everyone loves Stephen Curry. <laughs> and then staying in the Pacific Division. The Suns last year in the bubble were eight zero, but sadly missed the playoffs due to them underperforming um, in the regular season before they went to the um, the bubble. But now we see them even better with uh, CP3 joining the ranks. They've been, they're a lot more organized. They're shooting the ball better. They just seem like a better overall team. They're continuing their hot streak from how they started in the bubble, and they're starting to be like a rise team that will 
most mo- most likely surprisingly make the playoffs. So, what do we think about the Suns? DP is a game changer. Yeah, just, we we need to give Chris Paul his flowers because Chris everywhere Paul, he man. goes, they are just great. It's almost like I mean, it's not to this extreme extent, but it's almost like a LeBron effect. Like he went to the Clippers and they were great, and he turned them into a playoff team. He went to the Rockets. I mean, the Rockets were already good, but they almost they that seventy three and nine team. They almost beat them. Like if Chris Paul doesn't get hurt, they probably do beat them. Mm-hmm. And the, the Thunder last year, everyone counted them out. CP3 made them a playoff team. The Suns were good in the bubble last year, but they were a fringe playoff team. Now they're fourth in the West. I mean, let's give CP3 his credit here. Yeah, I mean, he does it to every team he goes to. The yeah. ultimate, I mean, ultimate competitor. competitor. He's just that's what they, good. That's what they, all, they all say that. Like, he's, he's just a Hall of Famer, competitor. man. So Hall of Fame players do. This makes everybody around him better. Yep. And then the Suns were already firing off all seven cylinders in the bubble. Devin Booker and lights out and everything. What's the starting lineup for them? They got CP3. Uh, they got Devin yeah. Booker. They got Aiden, uh, Miles Bridges, and who Miles, is there? Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges. Bridges. Yeah, from Villanova, right? Yep. Who is there? And um, the, Jay Crowder. Crowder starts. Okay, he started against Toronto when they played him. Yeah, they mix it. They mix it in with Crowder and Cameron Johnson, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gotcha. gonna say Cameron Johnson gets starter minutes too off the bench. Yep. Yeah. Yep. CP man, CP, you gotta respect it. Yep. Ultimate competitor. That's what, what all the players say. They say they hate playing against him. Dario Saric is playing well for them out there too. Yeah. Oh yeah. For nice little Dario there. Yep. Yep. It's just glad to see them picking up the, where they left off in the bubble and. Having a leader like CP3 really helps everyone's case. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And that's great. It's going to help their game down the road, too. You know, it's going to help Aiden. It's going to help Booker. Cam I was Johnson. just going to say that it's, it's going to be great for their career for what life after CP3. He's going to instill that. And, in like, I think it was great that Shai Gillis Alexander played with him last year because he knows what it's like yeah. to be around a professional and a competitor. And, you know, he knows what it's going to take for me to get the best out of my teammates. Yeah. Yep. yep. And Shy was Shy with him in Clippers too when he was on the Clippers. No, no, that was no. Okay. He was drafted by the Thunder, I believe, wasn't he? No, no, he, he no, he, he was he was on the Clippers. Yeah, he played one yeah. year with the Clippers, oh, okay. but it was when CP was on the Rockets. Okay, oh, that's right, I forgot CP threw onto the Rockets. Yep, but he did have Doc Rivers when he was in LA, so that definitely. I mean, Doc Rivers has always been a fierce competitor, and we know that. Oh yeah. Yep, and then going on to the next topic, as you can see from Neil's picture behind him. You see Kevin Durant, James Harden, and then you also see Kyrie Irving. You can see him on the screen, but as of right now, we can't you don't see him, see him, him in the games. <laughs> He's been gone for, what, a week and a LeBron half? LeBron James. So, I mean, yeah. there's They're been, there's running. Been, there's been reports of him um, showing retiring. up a party, a party. There's reports of him retiring. There's reports of him not showing up due to well, Yeah, he was with his, um, his sister for a birthday yeah. party or something like that. He was, yeah. get, he was getting light. the weirdest thing about this though is he's not even talking to the team like at least like i was i made a joke the other day and i said like oh he's this generation's dennis rodman but like at least dennis rodman went to phil jackson and asked for the time off like he just was like i'm I'm out (laughs) i see ya okay what um what when's the fourth game I'll be, be there for that. January, January 22nd? Yeah, that's when I'll be back. I got you. And it's like, you know, I, I'm very pro-athlete and pro, like, you know, doing what you got to do and you know, take what you – but ultimately, too, it is your job. And, like, I can't just not show up to work for a week and not call my boss. 
like if I did that, I wouldn't have a job. So like yeah. I get people say he needs, to, but if it's true that he hasn't really been in communication with the Nets, they have every reason to be upset with him because they they are your employer and you didn't get approved time off. So you Question can't just not show up. Question. Question. Neil, Paul, hold yours to the end because you're a Nets fan. Phil and Kenny, do you believe this can work? I think that in the short term, like this year it can work because they're just they're too good to knock it to the conference championship. Like they're gonna accidentally get there. They're just too talented. But long term, I don't see how this work. I think getting James Harden is an insurance policy for Kyrie Irving because I don't think the two actually work well together because they're both ball dominant guys. Kyrie wanted to leave Cleveland because he wanted to be seven thousand. Right, he wanted to leave to be the guy, and playing with KD was the perfect superstar to match him with because KD doesn't need the ball. He's just going to get his. And James Harden needed to be the guy in Houston. That's why he ran Chris Paul out of town, and that's why he ran Russell Westbrook out of town. So I don't see how the two of them work long-term, but I think they easily they get to the conference championship and win the conference championship this year. I mean, I so I agree with Kenny on some points, but, I mean, I mean all, th- all three of these guys together, phenomenal scoring but i think i forgot who tweeted it but one of our boys mentioned nigel um, yeah he's mentioned all these great uh, offensive players but we don't see a lot of good defensive players on this team they traded their best their best um defending um rim protecting player in jared allen away torian prince was a good uh three and d player so we just got the question isn't on offense now it's on uh, defense how are they gonna um how are they gonna match up against like the Lakers if they go to the finals or some other powerhouse East teams and how they're going to 200 points. Hopefully they're going to have to, like, I think that's what Nigel said. You're going to have to score like that many points. So you guys have to make up for that defense. So, I mean, also yeah. Dan is there as a coach as well. So, you know, he's not, that's also a small problem because you know, he's not going to worry about defense. He's going to worry about maximizing that offense as much as he can. So, I mean, yeah, we always get the narrative that James Harden's bad on defense, but if he actually wanted to be good on defense, he probably could be. You know what no, I mean? No, no, we're saying we're saying as a collective, not saying as a collective. Like, I, mean, I know, but I don't. I, I don't get the narrative. I don't understand that narrative that there's no defense because he, he, he's good. At, he's decent at stealing. He's like, he have like one or maybe one point two or like close to that uh, steals a game. So I mean, Kevin Durant is. I would say Katie is a good defender. One of the best defenders in the game when he wants to. When he he's locked down. I mean, he averages blocks, he averages steals. So I understand that it's easy to say, where's the defense going to come from with a team full of offensive weapons? But it's, I mean, they all can lock down. We've seen Kyrie Irving lock Steph Curry down before. And we've seen James Harden play defense when he has to. And Kevin Durant, and when they, when the Warriors won those championships, Kevin Durant was locked down. So I mean, I, I get it, but DeAndre Jordan's also an anchor. And yeah. I mean, I just, I don't see defense. I mean, I see defensive liabilities, but I don't see them as bad as everybody's saying. I agree. Um, that's, I, I think the problem is more so who's going to, the personalities. That's, not, the defense so, to me is less of an issue. I'm not worried about KD and James Harden. They've played together yes. before. They've played on Olympic teams before. They've played in summer's games and everything before. So they know how to play play ball with each other i'm worried about Kyrie irving and i wish i wish that we traded Kyrie irving instead of karis lavert and jared allen because i don't want him on the team anymore i i personally think i think getting james harden is done preparing to not have Kyrie long term i'm ready for him to be moved to be honest with you i i think that nobody wanted to touch Kyrie irving though 
I think that's that's the thing because no one knows what's going on with them. But yeah. I because I I personally feel they had a, they felt they needed to bring in James Harden today because they don't know if Kyrie Irving's going to be on the team tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, honestly, for Kyrie to retire, I would be okay with it. I just don't want him on the team anymore. Um, I, I never was a fan of Kyrie Irving coming to the Nets. I really liked D'Angelo Russell. He was just starting to get in, like, you know, I was, he was just starting to get on fire uh, and we just traded him away for nothing. I, I don't understand it. I wish Kyrie Irving would retire. I don't really want him on the team anymore. Yeah. I mean, just a, a side note with, um, I mean, we all agree that these guys can be decent defenders, but just like the um, the Clippers side, the, all those guys are de- decent individual defenders but as a collective they struggle a lot especially mm-hmm. last year in the playoffs so we can we know they're going to be good defensively we just got to see how good they are together as collective offensive and defensively so yep. we'll see how that plays out because i don't know when we don't know when Kyrie's come back so we don't know if, if we'll ever see this trio together as a whole so yeah a bunch of what ifs and when can we see them and who knows maybe they do still move Kyrie later to get more defensive pieces or yeah. a, a backup center because they don't have one right now. But yeah, you never know. Them. There's it's no guarantee that they go with these three. Well, they they do have uh they have Nicholas Claxton. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's yeah I guess he's a center. He's gonna play the center position, but he's listed as a forward. Yeah, he, well, he's seven foot tall. Foot apparently, so. right? No, I agree. Just everything yeah. everything today had him listed as a forward. Yeah. So everything about this team, everything about this team yells small ball to me. Like mm-hmm. Warriors dynasty small ball, Draymond Green playing the center, that type of league small ball. Um, I got KD at a five. I got James Harden playing the one. No problem. We got Joe Harris at the two. I mean, Jeff Crane still got a little juice. You know what I mean? He could play power forward, no problem. So, 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 what were the other elements of this trade too? And uh, what what Nets, other team? What other teams were involved? Um, pick, Nets sent the Nets sent um, Karis Levert. They sent Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. They sent Torian Prince, and they sent Dante Exum and Radians Karuks, along with um, three first round picks. So all of these, so and, and, four, these and four swaps and four swaps. So so let me get this right: three first round picks, four four swap picks. So that's seven draft picks total. Yep, and then four players also. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wait, just for, for the um, just the complete um, wow. the complete outlook for the for the trade, the rock. I mean, because it, it was four teams involved in this trade, the Rockets are going to get uh, Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum, Karux. And then uh, the three Brooklyn first rounders, a Milwaukee first rounder, and then four Brooklyn first round swaps. So that's a lot for the Rockets. Mm-hmm. The Nets get James Harden. The Pacers grab Karis Levert and the second rounder, which Karis Levert is gonna is a very good player, and he might. I, I see him with this trade going into the most improved conversation since he'll have more minutes instead of being a. Jeremy Grant. And then uh, <laughs> going back to the first. <laughs> and then a questionable move for the Cavs. I mean, point Prince on the Cavs, that's a great piece for them. Someone who could play the 3 and D role. But they mm-hmm. added Jared Allen, which I'm confused about. Unless well, they plan on they're, – they're, they're Jared play Allen. Drummond's hurt. Drummond's got a bruised Achilles. Jared Allen, the afro. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, Yo, he's, he's on Cleveland with Andre Drummond. Okay. Yeah, Dr- well, Drummond is hurt, so they uh, – I don't know. He's got a bruised Achilles. He's, he's listed as day-to-day, but so – It's pretty much Drummond insurance. Yeah, it, it might be somebody that they plan on moving, to be honest. And right. if they don't move Drummond or th- by the trade deadline, then they'll probably move Jared Allen by the trade deadline. Yeah, so, yeah. With, yeah, so with all that being said, 
out of these four teams, which team do you think won the trade? Indiana. Really? I believe so. Yeah, I think they were probably more well-rounded at this point. They didn't have to give up. The only thing they had to give up was Oladipo. Yeah, I'll give you that. They got Karis LeVert and picks. Yeah, well, they got one pick, a second rounder. A second rounder, yeah. I mean, that's a pick. No, right, so so better than nothing. Yeah, I mean, you already got a strong core in Indiana with um, Miles Turner, Sabonis, uh, Bogdanovich, and – you add Karis LeVert, and all you do is get rid of Oladipo, who are – they're very similar players. Yeah. Karis LeVert is way younger. Yep. I, I pick Indiana to win this tra- to win this trade for sure. Yeah. I don't love it for Houston because um, I, I just don't love all those picks. Like, I was talking to Phil about it. Like, we saw Boston had all them picks for all them years, and the only pick they hit on was Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Like, but they had 12 picks, like. Yeah. What about the other ten guys? You didn't even trade yeah. trade them away. So picks are very volatile. So I'm that's not. A, that's the thing with with that and the Thunder as well too. Yeah, with yeah. Houston, with Houston though, they have insurance now to move picks, trade trade picks for play, for pieces all around now. Right, because they still have a core with Wood and mm-hmm. uh, John Wall, and now they got they got Oladipo now. So right. So they if they well. if they use those picks to get other players then they could very well win this trade. But as it stands right now, I don't love it for Houston be, just because, like, people are going to say, well, they got all the deal, but yeah, that's great, and they got all these picks. But I don't love picks in the NBA. They don't really mean much to me. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, Houston lost the best player in the team and the best top three player in the league. So Right. I, I mean, it's going to be cliche to say, but to me, really, the Nets won the trade. Yeah, they gave up their whole future, but I just said how, how I feel about picks, and they're – competing they're probably going to be late first round picks anyways and yeah they gave up Levert and they gave up Allen and, and but I mean James Harden makes you I mean they were already a, a favorite in the east anyways how do you fight that like now if they can make this work the next three four years are yours in the east yeah that's I mean if if Kyrie doesn't retire and Kyrie gets his fucking head out of his ass and they can make that shit work then I'd say but the Nets won the trade. We don't know what's going on with him too either. So, bro, he's just he's just has issues. Like, he's just a weirdo. There, there, there are reports that he's sitting out for um, social reform reasons, but we don't know exactly. Right, and it's, like I said, I com- I completely respect that, and I like I'm I'm all for player empowerment. I just think that if he's not communicating with his team, then yeah. it, like, it's least, wrong because at least he's going to ask for a text or something. Right, that that's all I'm saying is because like we nobody cannot show up to work. Yeah. Like if he if he talked to them about it, then I'm all fine with him doing what he's got to do. They said, "Hey, take your time away, do what you got to do." But if he's just not showing up and not talking to anybody, then he's wrong, and I I can't defend him. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I I only said the social reform report because I think there was also like a a, a Zoom mm-hmm. call that came out that he was a part of with yep. uh, attorney about social reform. Yeah, he said he was ready to give up his whole career for social reform. Yeah. Respect. Which I can hundred percent respect. respect. And uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, though, do, if, let your team know so we can get the fuck over it. Oh, and the thing that sucks though is, let's say he does that. Unfortunately, his voice is not going to be as powerful anymore because he's not going to have the NBA. So it's like a damn if you do, damn if you don't. Like you need the platform to use it to, for the reform. But if you're giving up that platform for, you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, I mean he. He has the money to walk away to retire too, because he's made 100%. over hundred percent. And just contracts alone with the. Cavs, Celtics. He's made like over 120 million so far, and that, I, I didn't even bring up sponsors. Bag, bag, bag. Right, he's, yeah. he's, a, he's a signature Nike athlete. He's yeah, got his he own is, line. He's got his own line. So. how much his sponsors are paying him. He has and 120 million already. Movies, YouTube yep. videos, all that stuff. 
Right. So it's just a matter of time of what, what what's the next step for the Nets. Hey, shout out shout out to him, man. If that's what he wants to do, shout out to him. Yeah, man. To be that's honest, a that's a powerful move, man. I agree. I agree, hundred percent. You know, if that's something you want to do, I I think you should just fucking do it and get over with it. Shout out party next door for ruining this man's life. <laughs> yeah. Because I think this is also you nice. literally just contradicted everything you just said by saying that last thing. Yeah, exactly. I don't like Kyrie Irving. That I never was so passive aggressive. I don't like him. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. I'd be yeah. there to hold the door for him. I think this also extended from um, the bubble where I think Kyrie was one of the outspoken players that said, I don't <laughs> want to play. I, I want to, you know, make a stand. But then they had this whole. Yeah, he hasn't wanted to play basketball in two years, and yet here he is. But with going back to the bubble thing, though, again, I was 100% all in favor of it. You know why? He communicated with his team and let them know, I'm not going, and here's why I'm not going. He didn't leave him hanging. Right now, if you ask Steve Nash, is Kyrie coming back? Steve Nash can't give you an answer. Doesn't know. Doesn't know. I think they released a, I think the Nets released a statement on him, too. So check real quick. But how does this look for another thing that we, that it hasn't been talked about yet? How does this look for Kevin Durant? Once again, has to join up, join forces to win a championship if he wins one. I'm going to have to defend Kevin Durant here, and that's something that I don't do often. But this this isn't his fault. It's not like he went back for James Harden. This was the organization saying this is what we need to do to go over the hump. So I'm not going to – I'm not holding this against him. He yeah, went there under that. the notion he was just getting Kyrie. I, I believe I believe he's talking. I believe Kyrie's probably talking to him. I don't think he would advocate and plot to get him there. And then if he left him, if he left this band hanging, he's like, bro, I came here because you sold me this <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. And then now you pull this and don't tell me what's going on. So I probably he probably has been talking to him and they probably just keeping a hush. But I, yeah, I, him. He, I agree with does that. that, bro. If he does that, that would that would open the door for some crazy events to happen if people follow him. But it's millions and millions of dollars that people leave on the table. So, yeah, right, not everybody can afford to do it. Unfortunately, yeah, not everybody can afford to do that. So. Yeah, yeah. like for like George Hill. Uh, it's kind of going to go into our next topic about the postponing games because of corona and all the new protocols like george hill just made a statement uh today with all the new protocols about you know not being able to leave their hotel rooms not be able to have guests he said you know like we're grown men and you're telling us what we can and can't do and like i see both sides of this argument like he that he's right i'm a grown man who's away from my family like if my wife comes on a road trip i can't have her in my hotel room like what? I don't, but at, I don't at see same, it that way at all. I, I was just going to say, it. but I said, but we're, we're in a pandemic right now. So you got to understand Every, it. And that's so what's going on. Everybody's making just, sacrifices, right? Everybody's that's what I'm saying. Sacrifices. The only difference between this is he's getting paid millions of dollars to the first thing. This is his job. If your boss tells you that you can't do something, if you don't like it, then you quit. Okay. No, I, right, that's what I understand both sides. I, I understand both sides. But like as, as an employee, as an employee, I'd be upset. But like, if it's my job, it's something I signed up for. Hey, I got to do it. Mm-hmm. But I also gra- have the right the greater, to voice my opinion greater, on it for the greater good. It's right. a bunch of contradict. It's a bunch of like conflicting beliefs. This whole and because because then George Hill, his his next statement was though, if it's that bad, then should we even be playing games? Which that's another good point though. If it is Very that bad where point. I can't even see my my wife and kids on a road trip, maybe I shouldn't be playing. Maybe we shouldn't be playing the games. It's all about that and, money. 
Exactly. They, so they, it's not that's that, what, it's not that serious to them as long as they get into the money. That is not and, that right, serious. That's, and that's where I think the contradiction comes in because the NBA is fake caring about these guys. If they really cared, they would have shut this down until they can figure it out. When you got guys on the court whose COVID results didn't come back yet, you do not care about players' health and safety protocols. There's no way we should have found out about Seth Curry's results after the game. There's no way we should be playing po- players during the game because the results are coming back. There's no way if a player tests positive on a Friday, his team is still playing on Saturday. If you really care about the players. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a bunch of, bunch of confusion all over. I mean, they, the only reason the bubble was a success because they actually, they had less teams and it was a more controlled environment. And like, I think they mentioned earlier, they didn't want to do the bubble again because it was so restricting, but some, you can't, you can't do a bubble with a full fucking league. I was gonna say it's also impossible to do a, a seventy-two game season in the bubble because also there are only so many courts they can use there too. You yeah. can't just have four games a night in the NBA. It's not gonna work. Right. They'll be there for a year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the NBA is gonna do, but they have to figure out something if they want the season to continue. It's well, just, they're trying okay. stuff. That's yeah. the thing, though. Is they're trying. I don't. I don't think what they're trying is going to do anything. I don't think no. dapping people up and shit like that is gonna stop anything. Because they use the same ball, same <laughs> basketball, and you're sitting in the same court, breathing the same air as everybody. You got so. Greek. You got Greek about to go uh, press somebody, Isaiah Stewart, after the game last night. Uh, it's, and that's him. another thing too. He's like face to face with him, and then right. put a mask on after the fact. I'm what's like, stopping? What's stopping? <laughs> I mean, basketball is a physical sport. They people fight. People. I mean, look at Demarcus Cousins just last week got thrown out for fighting. So what? What are you gonna do? How do you enforce that? You Wait, can't. Who's he fighting? Uh, Marcus Morris. Yeah, because yeah. oh, they played the Lakers. Yeah. Is round seventy two? <laughs> Bro, it, it's insane. Marcus Morris and Demarcus Cousins are always involved in that. Fight. Always fighting every time. Didn't they go to the Did same school? Kenny? He had no, Morris went to Kentucky or Kansas with his brother. Cousins went to Kentucky with John Wall. Oh, okay. yeah, remember the twins at Kansas? I, I always get the Kentucky and Kansas mixed up. Same color. Who do uh, who they go to Kansas with during that time? Was it who, who was there with them? Cole Aldrich was the big uh, white boy, and then um, they had the point guard. Uh, yeah, well, Chalmers was, was Chalmers was there? Nope, Chalmers no. was gone by then. Okay. Chalmers was in, the, was in college when D Rose was at Memphis. Okay, okay. Who did they have? The Morris twins. They had um... Cole Aldrich was yeah, their I center. Know that. They had the big center. Their, their their point guard. He was a stud that year, but he. I gotta look it up now because it's gonna bother me. Yeah, I, I used to love watching Kansas basketball too. They used but, to well, the twins, hooping. the twins dominated. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, they used oh, yeah. to be hooping. I gotta get myself some uh, some NBA was, jerseys. You guys got NBA number jerseys? four. Uh, I don't have an NBA jersey. No, I do. You know? Just because they get fucking traded so often. Ron Collins was their point guard. That was the guy. Mm. I know that's not what. Oh, Mario Chalmers was. No, nope, nope, nope. That was the year after Mario. Chalmers. They were there the year after Mario Chalmers. Yeah, but, that's okay. Yeah. That's what it was. Okay, yeah, Lawrence, you you do need to get you some NBA jerseys. I got a um Jason Tatum jersey and a Dwight Howard Magic jersey. Um, I have I have some I have um some collectible stuff. I got D Wade, my favorite player. Shout out to D Wade, man. You got a Durant jersey yet? Yeah, I do. I got a I got a plaque um signed by him too. I was a huge huge D Wade fan growing up. I got a. Couple KD Thunder jerseys. I got a Russell Westbrook Thunder jersey. I got a the Carmelo Anthony Thunder jersey, and then LeBron's Team USA jersey. I got a Spreewell 
Sprewell with the the checkered blue and orange with the black. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that that old school, the one everybody used to wear to school and shit. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? I, I don't got anything. Any I want to get the. Um, I want to get a. I want to get Trey Young. I want to get John. I want. I want a John Morant. Well, I was. I was gonna get a Karis Levert jersey, but <laughs> unfortunate. Funny story, I was going to get a Kyrie Irving jersey, but then, you know. Yeah, I wanted to get a, a Zoe Lakers jersey, so I'm glad I held off on that, too. Oh, is there such, like, if the, I'm about to trademark this shit. Is there such thing as jersey insurance? Actually, yes. Someone does yes. That, yeah. Oh, they do. They, yeah, well, I'm not sure if, I think NBA store does it now, but, like, NFL shop does it. If you get the jersey and within, like, that season, the guy is traded, you can send it back for either that guy's new jersey or another player on your team. Yeah, I think mm. also an insurance company. Jersey insurance? What? Well, I got I got the Todd hey. Gurley jersey the year he got the fucking paid, and the year after he's gone. Yeah, see, I don't it's think it would have covered that because he played the whole season. Still oh. classic. Still classic, though. Yes, yeah, all right. That's how I was about the Todd, I was man. off on getting a Jalen Brown jersey because I didn't know if he was going to get traded for Kawhi <laughs> Leonard or not. Like, yeah, yeah, I would hold off because this trade right here shakes everything up. All of it, the whole league. So I would hold off on getting jerseys after the trade deadline. Only player that's probably safe is Zion Williamson, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like, that's dead ass because I don't really think, honestly, any player <laughs> could be moved. There's so many picks out there right now. Any player could be moved for anything. Right. Yeah. So I mean, how, you think the NBA might go back to trios since it, they had like a, a, one, like a year and a half of duos? It don't matter. LeBron James, LeBron James in three. I don't, I don't know if it can go back. Well, it, there isn't that many good players. That, that's what I'm just gonna say. Like trios. I, trios, that's what, yeah, like right. you, because teams would literally have to, teams that are contenders right now have would to have to blow up their team. Like for the Clippers would have to say, okay, I'm trading Paul George or Kawhi Leonard to somebody. And then like, who? How would they get exactly? How would they get a trio it, out of that? It didn't go back to only being like four or five competitive teams. That's it. Yeah, I mean, the league is... I think realistically, it's always been like that, though. Like, we like to believe that all 16 teams win a championship, but we knew it could never happen. (laughs) Look at the last 12 years of basketball. You had LeBron James... And LeBron James, everybody else. It was LeBron James and the Spurs, then it was LeBron James James and the Warriors. And then until the Spurs, and after the Spurs, it was LeBron James and Kevin Durant. And then after Kevin Durant, it was all Warriors. But it wasn't even LeBron James and Kevin Durant because the the Thunder had that one year, but then the Spurs came like it was, you know, the Thunder, yeah, the Thunder never really. Pulls yeah, that's the true. They never really established themselves as anything, probably, well, mostly because of the Spurs. They did not, oh man. They were, well, they, it was so underdeveloped at the time. It was so underdeveloped. Like, you and had, I, 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 go I, from 20 wins to 30 wins to 40 to 50 to 60, and I'm like, damn, they here. Yeah. And they just gone. And you know, I still, I don't think I could blame Sam Presti because in that era, when he moved James Harden, he thought it was the right thing to keep Serge Ibaka. And at that time, you can make the argument that it might have been. The league was obviously different. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, now we look back and say, are you stupid? But at the time, no one was calling Sam Presti dumb for what he did. No. Everyone thought it was a good move, and he did the right, right thing because he got something instead of letting him walk for nothing. So, And did, we, did we think James Harden was going to be what he is now? No one no. did. And if anyone tells you they did, they're lying. 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 Yeah. 
I, I mean, think, you could I see, didn't think I knew he was nice. He come well, off the bench. I mean, he could score, move. but yeah. that's the thing. He could score and he could play defense. And that's what he was. That's what his specialty was. He yeah. was off the bench, defense, score. And that was it. And then all of a sudden, he's just a one man show. Not many people saw it happen. Yeah. Any uh, any last words here for the for this episode? Let's get these players traded quick. I want to see the outcomes. Let's go. <laughs> so you can so you can catch uh so you can catch the the no name at um, first place. Oh yeah, you already know. Wait, who's who are we a, talking about? Yeah, I, who's who's in first place again? Who? Who? Um. Well, I I think it's some it's bum. Be... <laughs> he oh, said some <laughs> bum. Is it me? <laughs> I mean, Is it you're me? barely making the playoffs as right now, so I guess so. Oh man! How many people make the playoffs again? Six. Hey, who gets to number six? I'm in there right now, man. I'm in there right now. Oh my God! Man. There's 16 weeks. Hey, we're, we're taking this. Week hey by man, week, week by week, 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 you feel me? That's what I gotta do. That's Neil, I can't wait for them to go 0 and 11 once and just plummet. Like it takes Why would you wish that on me? I'm a new I'm, like you know, it takes one week for your team to play like two games. For you got like four players that play two games, and that's it. You're smoked and you drop down to like six plays, just like that. Right. It's it's not like fantasy football where like it's just a, a one you get one win. Like the fact that you go by category can murder you. Because like, you can win one week six to five, and then you yeah. can lose the next week zero to eleven, and like that loss hurts you way more than your win helped yeah. you. Yeah. And, and and then it's, it's the NBA. That's the other thing. It's the NBA. Every single night, your player could just get hurt, and that's it. Like, I lost Thomas Bryant and Markel Fultz, torn ACLs, in the same week. Or a trade can happen, and your guy can just completely fall down the depth chart, and you're screwed. Yep. Just like Jared yeah. Allen. Yeah, so right. Allen right now. Oh, man. All right. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, we'll make sure that we keep bringing NBA content to you guys. Um, I know Phil is really excited that this is here um, and alive. Um, and I want to thank both all these guys for being consistent. Um, make sure you guys follow uh, Inspired by True Events Network on all platforms at IBT Network. Uh, appreciate you guys. Have a wonderful night, day, morning, afternoon, except for Neil. Oh, yes. Nice. <laughs> Catch y'all later.